Friday, Friday, Friday. Kyle, it's forecast Friday. Toyota is like not mincing a single word in Las Vegas and New York hearts, California. For that one out there. Yes, which is like I heart you New York. Exactly. That is exactly the picture that conjured in my mind when we were making the show notes and we put it in the title. I was like, you know what? We haven't had an emoji in the show title for a long time. And this seemed like the perfect opportunity to do it. Welcome to an amazing Friday. I also, um, we real have, quick, I feel like I feel like we've betrayed Phone Call Friday by renaming it Forecast Friday. Well, but I think okay. we've it's just been be naming okay. days of the week this week for some <laughs> odd reason. If you go back, like, I don't know why. It just, you know, Throwback Thursday is obviously the OG, OG. But everything else, I don't know. Forecast Friday, Phone Call Friday, Freaky Friday. Like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We got a lot of great stuff to talk about today. A little bit of insider information, which we're just going to say this at the beginning of the show. Just consider it as anecdotal because we can't cite anything that was just passed along, uh, you know, from, you know, one of the very many Toyota dealers that we know. Um, Toyota dealers are some of my favorite people. They just have a vibe and an energy about them. They're measured. You know know what I mean? Like, they're just measured. Yes, there's something about every one of them. Yeah. It might have something to do with the leadership. You know, I've heard somewhere before that is that, is that the, a thing? The organization <laughs> tends to reflect the personality oh, of the leadership. Really, yeah. Funny yeah. how that works, yeah. whether it comes to positivity, negativity, being measured, being decisive, you know, being exploratory, all that stuff. Um, so we're gonna get into that oh, stuff now. Just want to remind you too. We hopefully will see you at NAMAD next week when we are there. If you're going to the NAMAD conference in Miami, we'll be there. Please come say hi. Um, let's talk a little bit. Let's connect. Um, let's meet in person if we haven't. And if we have, let's reconnect. Let's reconnect. Yes, um, also, yeah. we're going to be at the Modern Retail Conference leading a creative track. If you're a creative or if you have creatives that you're always looking for a way to, to invest into them, to you know, improve your marketing, improve your creative, send them to us. We'll take really good care of them for three days at Brian Pasha's Modern Retail Conference. And they get to go to Florida. So, well, like a really nice part of Florida. So <laughs> <send them> yeah. <laughs> so you can go to asotu.com forward slash MRC for Modern Retail Conference. Oh, what else? Oh, man, we're going to be in Atlanta. We're going to be Atlanta at Glenn Lundy's 800% Club in October. October's got some stuff. Yes, exactly. Oh, today's oh, the, no, today's the yeah, last day of September. Speaking of 800% club, like yeah. today on a Soducon sessions, we got Alex Flores being interviewed by Glenn Lundy himself. Oh, some energy in that one. Club, so tons of energy in that guy. Um, yeah, we've, we've got content coming out of our ears as we Blue. say and out your speakers. Yeah, a Soducon yeah. sessions. Search it on your favorite platform. Um, you know, our content producer, I don't even know what his title is. Nathan Southwick came in and he was like, hey, by the way, that setup, the, the mics at the live event is gold. He's like, it's great content. It's real time. It sounds good. So check out a SodaCon sessions, uh, you know, just subscribe on like Spotify or Apple Music or any of that stuff. All right. We have some fun things to talk about today. I, I don't have a speaking of, but let's talk about Toyota for a second. Let's talk ah, about Toyota. Let's do it. So. I'll do I'll do this one. Toyota shared some internal data related to dealers selling over MSRP, right? The couple opinions around there. And they also sent a clear message of dealer advocacy in their dealer meetings that are going on right now in Las Vegas. So they kind of Akira Toyota is a total boss. And there's something about the politeness of the Japanese business people that just it's just buttoned up. It's polite. And they're like, but we're going to say it in kind of a factual and nice way. 
because we've been, you know, we've been kind of a little bit laid back on it. So after a broad study, they went and got the data from last year. Toyota said that dealers selling vehicles over MSRP have doubled their profits, right? Okay. Well, no one's really surprised. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Double their All profits. Right, keep going though. But they lost some market share. And then he said the dealers who have sold at or below MSRP or at MSRP really have tripled their profits and gained 16% market share on average. I think that was a, a double, <laughs> double trigger <laughs> pad. Double must be the money. Guys, ladies, everyone, listen. Market share in a time of economic distress or change in market conditions is the winner. It is the staying power that you have for business and profitability. Uh, and the, the profitability things found, really surprise me. What Toyota has found is that even charging less than the dealers that are charging over MSRP because of their gain in market share and their volume increases have more profit margin difference than the dealers that have sold for over MSRP. That is staggering to me and should it be is, a story it, that the industry should tell more and more. Well, we'll see. It'll probably get out. Some They'll, they'll catch up with us, Kyle. They'll catch up. Come on. <laughs> the industry will catch up with us at some point. No, but hey, hey, here's the also, point too. Yeah, go, we didn't go, have, go. we didn't have, and we've said this from the beginning, we are not rendering an opinion on whether or not you should sell over MSRP, right? Everyone's got their strategy and in different markets, different dynamics for sure. What we're really advocating for here is the broad scale dynamic of what happens when customers trust you more is really the, the bottom line to that conversation. I just want to make sure that's clear out there because yeah, um, we and have great friends and operators where, on both sides of the fence. There are cases where selling over MSRP makes absolutely uh, absolute sense. And it's been going on for years and years. It's not a new thing in a, mm -hmm. in a, you know, when you have a tight inventory or a limited availability vehicle or anything like that, that is a story that is that's through and through. And, and the people that are buying those specific vehicles, especially premium vehicles, understand that there's a premium to pay on mm -hmm. availability. But when these sweeping changes are made across inventory on non-specialized vehicles, what we see is a loss of market share overall. And so that uh, that is like a story that I think is relevant data that that I don't think I've heard to this point. No, I've, I have not heard like, hey, here's what happened when charged over MSRP, when kept MSRP or under. And here's yeah, market that's share the first. possibility. That's the first that I've heard that without a doubt. Being, yeah, same same here. Uh, what else did they talk about? Also, oh, so they had a very like heart to heart moment and Akira Toyota made it very clear that Toyota will not be pursuing any future that does not involve dealers as the primary method of selling and servicing their vehicles, which of course the reports tell us was met with a rousing round of applause. Probably so much I mean, louder than what I just played. I'm oh, sure that it was that probably freaking awesome. Because here's the what? thing in that room, you have multi rooftop dealer groups that have dealers in other OEMs. And so they're paying attention to all of the dynamics that every OEM is giving them. And for a, and then I'm sure those dealers, like those ones were the one that have these multi rooftop and multi franchise dealer groups 
were probably mm -hmm. super leaned in when he said that because that just like strengthens the relationship. And you want to bet the best operators are probably looking at like, where's the blue sky? Where's the opportunity for purchase in Toyotas right now? Without yep. a doubt. Um, also, you know, we've been covering this in the last couple of weeks is Toyota's position on EVs and in a press conference following the meetings. This is documented and linked up. Mr. Toyota said uh, not only is California's goal of 100 percent EVs by 2035, not realistic, but added. But even meeting the 50 percent mark by 2030 is very difficult. And that's the polite way of saying it's not going to happen. <laughs> Right. Let me let me translate hey, this one for we're you. We're a really big manufacturer. We have scale specific specificity, and we have the ability to understand the market dynamics and the ability to produce. It ain't happening, bro. Not <laughs> thinking. I think he said it just like that. Actually, um, yeah. He said electric vehicles, and, and we quote, are just going to take longer than the media would like us to believe. Uh, Mr. Toyota told the dealers during the meeting. He vowed the offer. They they would offer the widest possible array of powertrains to propel cars cleanly. And he said, that's our strategy and we're sticking to it. A big part of that is their hybrid strategy where they're releasing and have in the market already more hybrids than anybody else, cutting carbon emissions substantially. It's like seven, eight X um, over yeah. any other manufacturer because of what yeah, they're we doing. 30% of their, is 30% of their global sales are, I think are, are hybrid already. already. Like, yeah, no, you're he said that, that hydrogen it. power is also a compelling and increasing current hybrid power offering that is mm -hmm. a faster path to success, interestingly enough. And I think that that's a huge deal to say like, hey, look, we're exploring and going deep on this other option and, and we encourage others to do the same. Um, now, I can tell of you of others <laughs> that are not doing the same. <laughs> speaking of the speaking oh, of. <laughs> Mr. Toyota said unrealistic expectations. Segway. Oh, this one's close to my heart because I live in New York State and Ooh. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is in a very big hurry to follow Gavin Newsom's footsteps to adopt California's plan to require all new vehicles sold to be EVs or plug-in hybrids by the year 2035. 68% have to be hybrids or EV plugins by 2030. And I think California was 50. So they always have to outdo one another. Right. right. Um, and then by 2035, it only allows 20% to be plug-in hybrids. I didn't realize that there is like still a hybrid caveat in there. Right. If you have a plug-in hybrid, right. It's not fully electric. It's not fully electric, but like it's only 20%. Oh yeah. I mean, Oh, that's so it's I was, <laughs> I, I was texting, I was texting with some people, uh, in New York, like sending this story out, like, hey, other fellow New Yorkers. And they were very quick to point out, number one, what are all the areas in New York that don't have reliable internet service, like the North Country? Like, what are they going to do? Right? There's there's certain things about that. I was like, I didn't even think about they that. They don't even have internet service. How are they going to get all this? I didn't even think about that. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. And electricity, like building the grid when you get into the North Country. Right. Like right. expanding the old power grid to handle this is also, a different thing. I still anyway. like maybe we need to be the meme creator of like a a, a massive um downtown New York City uh high rise with like like uh, the the power cords. <laughs> power cords just dripping out. There's 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 a strange thing because there there are some elements where like that's almost a little more feasible than if you don't have internet or there's like these big expanses right. of space and just drive drive range. So either way, um, Hogel said in a statement that she has directed the state environmental agency to propose and finalize rules adopting California's plan 
setting yearly rising zero emission vehicles that starts to escalate in 2026 and phase it out gasoline only new car sales by 2035 there will be a public hearing before it's finalized i wonder where that's going to be um it'd be really fun to go is is this like remember when we had dr nicole lipkin on and it was like the social positioning thing that she was talking about does that apply to politicians too all right, move on to the so. next story. We're going to get in pull up from this one. Speaking <laughs> of uh, getting out of the story. Stop. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. Let's go with this. Let's just, this go, this go. could have been the lead story because it is so chock full of information. It always is. This one is specifically full. Cox's quarter three industry insights and sales forecast, which is linked up in the show notes. Also included a SOTU alumni, chief economist, Jonathan Smoke, and senior economist, Charlie Chesborough. I like how we're just going to loop them in and call them a soda alumni just, now. There are that's alumni. actually that's actually the reason <laughs> this is important. They delivered a barrage of insights into the shifting landscape of the industry heading into Q4. And uh, we put some highlights together for you. Yeah, no, I mean, this we is, have a lot of highlights. Yeah. We have a hot, a lot, lot of highlights and we have about three and a half minutes to talk about the yeah, highlights. Well, first so you all, go like, and we'll, is, we'll hit it. I encourage any dealer, dealer personnel to read through this and just understand the movement. I think, you know, awareness is half the battle here. It's just kind of being understanding where the market is shifting. Take a measured approach like we encourage uh, and, and are impressed by the Toyota dealers that we know. Take a measured approach to the data because you can see some swings, but there's still some like leveling off that's happening back to 2019. So there's some swings, there's some gaps, but but take a measured approach to it in the way that you approach your business. Don't like pull up on everything today. Um, here's just a few of the notes. Uh, consumer sentiment has been improving up until last week. Uh, so that that's a new move. Uh, the fastest and largest increase in interest rates since 1981 are creating this affordability crisis. So um, interestingly enough, the new car loan interest rates are similar actually in averages to 2019, but the dramatic increase in interest rates are what are, are causing this affordability crisis and with the lack of cash influx from government programs. Um, dealer sentiment is down after remaining steady most of the year, citing declining profits and increased pressure to lower prices, which is a definitely new been feeling in pressure. Yep. We've been feeling that on all of our private phone calls, too. Right. Yeah. There's like, a lot of people saying, hey, like some of my competitors are starting to reduce prices, starting to go under MSRP. There's some people offering vehicles at, at invoice. So we're starting to see that trickle in uh, to the retail landscape. Um, mm -hmm. Used cars are still showing strength. It looks like used car prices, used car uh, wholesale values are still on on an increase. Um, so not nothing going there. Um, the wholesale to retail gap is increasing, though. So uh, what happens there is like wholesale corrects before retail. And so retail is still going up. Wholesale is, is either staying steady or slightly de declining. Um, oh, this one is a big one. There were a couple things on both used car and new car inventory increasing quickly, especially among higher price vehicles. So on used cars, um, the dramatic increase in $35,000 plus vehicles on ground. Um, it was actually quite shocking. Like that, that graph in particular to me kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Well, cause that was the only one where you saw the increase and all of a sudden there's this big right. blue bar and you're like, what the heck is that one? Well, that makes sense, yep. right? Affordability crisis, interest rates going up. People are looking for cars that are between 15 and $25,000, right? Yep. They're hard to find low supply and the ones that are more expensive are sitting there. So um, I know sure dale pollock has some advice on that when it comes to how to price those vehicles 
you know, one of the things that we don't have on here, it was interesting to me to see like CDJR vehicles as an average on new new car on ground have close to a hundred day supply. That kind of blew my mind that there's actually well, that makes sense like when you look at range. you look at one of other points and saying like the CDJR incentives are starting to go up higher than everybody else, right? Yep, like, and exactly. which makes sense because even um, one of the dealers we spoke with yesterday, CDJR dealer saying like, Hey, we've noticed that some of our kind of our, our neighbors are starting to discount vehicles. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, yep. the times they are changing. So uh, used car monthly payments are up 42% from year over year. So last year they were $387 a month on average. Now they're 551 projected to go up to 562 um, 567 by December. Holy cow. Uh, Kia, Honda, Toyota continue to continue to have uh, very tight supplies. What we're hearing from our Toyota dealers is the fact that Toyota is saying like, hey, it's going to be tight supply for another year, right? So we don't see that changing very much. Uh, we just talked about Ram, Ford. Uh, Ram, Jeep, and Ford incentives are all ticking up in August. Everyone else is either down or flat. And uh, John, Jonathan Smoke did actually contribute a fall playlist to this legit i love a playlist this out so yeah he's got a, he's got a four set playlist about hey break my soul talking about the resilient customers still purchasing <laughs> it's got rise uh we may or may not be playing that here in a couple minutes on all things used cars as sure, inventory rising finally as rates keep rising and then uh under pressure love that one. classic uh with afford affordability hurting demand is the relationship there and then uh this this one's a little cheeky from this this last one's a little cheeky. It's, good. it's uh he related it to the Fed and interest rates. And the song is none other than Benny Blanco, BTS, and Snoop Dogg's Bad Decisions. Yeah, you know, when Jonathan Smoke is such a such a renaissance man, <laughs> when he can be so such a boss at economics and then be curating songs that include BTS right. and Snoop Dogg in the same track, relating them to the <laughs> Fed, like He's America's. I think. I think we should rebrand him as America's economist. Ah, Jonathan Smoke strong. should be America's economist from the auto industry. <laughs> like, we're just gonna start calling him America's economist Perfect. and see if it sticks. Um, we only have a, a minute here to go. Um, we do. We did list his top ten predictions for 2022. We'll read them quickly. Uh, vehicle demand will remain robust. Used vehicle values will depreciate. Oh, the, actually, I'm not gonna read these down because he's actually got a, a grade score next to them. These right. are the predictions, they what they were going into 22, and this is how they're doing on 2022. So, yeah, yeah, he, he, and, and he number six was least, least demand. demand will, yeah, at least demand. He will thought it would improve. <laughs> I gave himself. You, got, you gotta love America's economist <laughs> who is willing to grade himself. And be like, hey, here's what I said. Here's what went well. Here's what I totally missed. I love it. But hey, look, if you know anything about the Asoto community, it is about being honest and transparent. Not taking ourselves completely serious, but being incredibly serious when it comes to the business of selling and servicing cars, especially the business of loving people.